Hi, and welcome to Finance Matters, a podcast series where we bring you bite-sized thoughts, stories, and inspiration in the hopes that they'll be useful to you on this road we're all on to do our best and be our best in the realm of financial matters here at UVA. I'm your host, Brandi Van Ormer. And I'm Patty Marbury. Hello, lovely co-hosts. It's so good to have you back. Hello. Even though the path we're all on has been very weird lately. It has been a very strange path. It's multiple paths <laughs> oh, yeah. in multiple places and yep. it's rough and rocky and <laughs> I can't see around the bend. <laughs> right. I don't think any of us can. No. And that's what makes these times so unsettling. If we knew we had an end date or we knew what the next step in the road was, it would right. sure be easier to get through it. But anyway, we're all learning a little bit about flexibility. <laughs> that's right. But our topic today is related to the response to the coronavirus pandemic. And we've done a couple of podcasts already about um, how we've been experiencing things since we've been thrust into the world of remote work during a crisis situation. So I'll link a couple of those in the show notes so we, you can access those as well if you've missed them. But today we wanted to talk about the very medium that Patty and I are using to record this podcast, Zoom. Right. <laughs> we were in a meeting with um, the other managers of UVA Finance earlier, and our uh, VP of Finance, Melody Bianchetto, uh, mentioned an article on Zoom fatigue, and that perked our ears up. And Patty checked out the article, and we found it was talking about a lot of things that we were experiencing, but didn't know that other people were thinking about. Um, in fact, one of the things that one of the articles brought up was that we're kind of in a state of that's somewhere between being connected and disconnected. Right. Another article I read quoted a guy from Italy. He's an Italian um, management professor, and I can't remember what his name is. And even if I could, I probably wouldn't be able to say it. Um, but he had a great quote, and it went something like this. Um, it's easier being in each other's presence or in each other's absence than in the constant presence of each other's absence. And if you'll sit for a second and break that one down, it may yeah. hit you just like it did us. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> right. Well, it, it describes this whole idea of being, of not, of being disconnected while being very connected. So, so it's like you're in each other's presence, but you're not fully there because you're on this medium of um, Zoom or some other teleconference kind of thing. And so you're not, you're not really engaging in the same way as you would in person. And so he talks about that a lot in this article and um, the couple of the other articles that we read also talk about the same kind of feeling of being um, of, of disconnected connection. And just one thing that offhand as you were talking about uh, Zoom and video conferencing and whatever platform it is you're using, it's interesting that one of the byproducts of this time will be that just like Kleenex, the term Zoom has been appropriated to mean any kind of video conferencing. Right. It doesn't matter if it's on Teams or Skype yeah. or FaceTime yeah. or whatever it is, you're going to talk about Zooming each other. Yeah, this is the age of having Zoom. a Zoom meeting. The, the people over in the branding department at Zoom are trying to figure out what to do with that one. 
Yeah. I, I wish I had gotten on the stock bandwagon. Yeah, they're probably rolling in cash right now. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so Zoom, as Patty was talking about, is something that I know we are on all the time, all day mm -hmm. long. <laughs> Some days you log on at eight o'clock in the morning and you may or may not be on video because you may or may not have already combed your hair, but <laughs> you're on Zoom on and off or maybe constantly until you wrap up for the end of the day. And in fact, in a recent poll that we conducted internally in UVA Finance, I think the bulk of the respondents mentioned that they felt more connected, like, yeah. more, like they were in more meetings than they ever had been. So when that quote says, you know, we're more in each other's presence in a way, it's true, but also, we're just in meetings we're and we're just on a screen we're not yeah walking from meeting to meeting yeah to there was one person in that video in that survey that said um because the question was do you feel more connected or do you feel very connected somewhat connected somewhat disconnected or very disconnected something like that and I don't know, something like two thirds or 75% or something, some very high number was in the connected, um, on the side of connected, probably even more, something like 90% or something. Well, and it feels like that would, that's no surprise because I think we're erring right now on the side of hyper-connectivity. Right, well, this one quote, um, person, people had the opportunity to write in comments and without, I don't know who it was that said it, but it was very funny. It's, they said, um, and I wrote this down, they oh, said, I know which one this is going to be. This is funny. They said, <laughs> we couldn't be more connected if we were snuggled up on the couch together. <laughs> I had to laugh. <laughs> I was just picturing all of us snuggled up on a big old couch. Oh, uh, you know what, yeah. Patty? I would love to be snuggled up on the couch with you right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. And th that's, and I mean that like in the, the sense of, it is weird to be around people yet to be so separate from them. Right. And yeah. It would be nice to be in the same room with you right now. Right. Well, I mean, and that and that's a good segue into our discussion about why is it that um, psychologically, I guess it's psychological, but why is it that we are exhausted by these meetings um, that we're we're just sitting in the same chair all day? Yeah, and we've done that before, right? We've been in meetings where we've sat all day. What's yeah. dif What's different about Zoom? Um, because yeah, you so think that in some ways it gives you a little bit more freedom, right? You think, but some of the things are really interesting. Um, they, the couple of different articles I've read, they all talk about how Zoom is a stimulus rich environment. So like you're more actually stimulated by the close connection with people physically than you are when you're in person. So one of the, a couple of the examples are um, you're looking at people's faces directly into their faces all the time. Yes, you're not looking like at the side of anybody's face. There's nobody right. behind you or out of your line of vision. Everybody is right there, like the Brady Bunch. Right. <laughs> and you're looking, and so you're more, you're up close to the person more than you are when you're physically together. Um, and so, and then the other thing that I thought was really interesting. And, and the more people there are in a room, the worse that is. So, yeah. um, and then, um, and we don't, and we don't have the visual cues of body language and things like that. And so we're, 
interestingly, without that, we're overstimulating because we're thinking more about how to read certain visual cues. And sometimes the visual cues in Zoom can be really confusing because of just the different ways that people have their monitors set up. Oh, true. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that some people will, it seems like they're looking somewhere off yeah. camera, but yeah. I think it has to do with how they're set up is. Well, it might have to do with where their other monitor is. So they might be looking at another monitor, um, but yet their laptop camera is over here and their monitor. Yeah. Here. Good point. So just, it can be kind of, like you say, distracting to other people. And um, I'm going to be the first to admit that I am terribly distracted by whatever's happening in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and whether that's like your crazy background of the beach or the rotunda yeah. or whatever, or like I'm looking at Patty's background and I'm wondering who, who's in that picture on the top of her shelf. So those are my nieces. They're so cute. But when, when you're constantly you're, if, if you were in a meeting, you'd be in the same room. You'd be in the same conference room, surrounded yeah. by the same stimulus. But yeah. when there's 12 or seven or however many other rooms that you can check out in the background, it's interesting. Yeah. I focus on it. Well, and then also, if depending on your Zoom or whatever, whatever platform you're using, depending on your settings, um, if you're looking at everybody at once or just looking at the speaker can be more, take more energy. So one of the um, tips that I've read is use the speaker view in, instead of the gallery view, which brings the person who's speaking up to a big picture and everyone else kind of goes in the background. So and that makes so much sense. Right, and it simulates more what you would be doing yes. in a real life situation. Yeah. So, speaking you're looking at them and you're paying attention to them and everybody else is kind of there instead um, of being like me and looking at the pink color in Jean Crouch's living room and wondering <laughs> what that is because I would like to paint my living room that color <laughs> so not only distracting but apparently and this is subconsciously I think it just takes more energy yeah absolutely and um, yeah and so another thing and I am definitely I fall prey to this in the worst way um, I was aware of myself doing this when I would FaceTime with family, who all of mine are out of state, that I focus on myself in the mm -hmm. viewfinder more than I do them. And yes. I had, I had, before all this COVID began, I had felt like maybe I was being a totally self-absorbed person and I was trying to make more eye contact with the, uh, the lens so that my mom would think I was looking at her. But it's hard, man. It's hard when you are right there. And mm -hmm. I just said to Patty right before we began recording, after we had read these articles and really thought about why Zoom was so exhausting, it really is hard, even though if you're like me and you don't like to see yourself, it's just like a constant monitoring of yourself. Is my right. hair okay? Yeah. You know, do I have double chins? Do I need <laughs> to powder my nose? Is that a booger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the luxury of that when you're in each other's physical presence and it's a good thing that you don't because I feel like I'm almost performing for myself in a certain well, well that's true and and it's it's kind of like you talk about the, all those people in the room well when one of the people is also you you mm -hmm. can't look at yourself yeah and I don't know if zoom gives you the ability to to not show you yourself that might be that, I don't know that might be a good idea I think I'd still be worried about what I look like, but I would too. 
<laughs> and interestingly, in person, you just don't. You don't think no. about yourself. Or at least I don't. <laughs> no. Probably thinking, obviously, you don't. <laughs> well, shush. <laughs> you look great. I always think you look great. Work so yeah. that's interesting, though, because there's so much else to focus on in a way that you wouldn't have in a physical meeting. And also there's, we're kind of getting into some of those tips a little bit here, but there's the fact that when you are dwelling in the same physical space as one another, you all walk into conference room seven and you're in that place for a purpose. And there's some cues there psychologically, even though you might, your thoughts might stray and you might check your uh, mail on your phone or whatever, even though you might multitask a little bit, there's still yes. that sense of purpose. We're yeah. here for purpose. and presence, sense of yeah, yeah that so we are here now to get to distracted. The budget. It's so easy to get distracted on a yes. Zoom call. And, and you know what? One of the benefits to Zoom is that you can look relatively nice on your top half and be wearing pants oh, yeah. if you want. But the downside of that is that nobody can see what you're doing. So if you're yeah. blatantly sitting there doing something else or checking Instagram or even on another screen, as long as you're kind of halfway looking at the camera, they figure you're paying attention. Well, and sometimes it may be a, a healthy way of multitasking. For example, um, one, I haven't done this yet, but this, this one article I read gave me the idea that maybe that's something to do is um, she said, if it's a meeting that she doesn't have to be engaged. Go, yes. Like an informational thing. Yeah. But she'll like put it on, she'll put herself on Zoom, but take the video off and on her phone and go for a walk. And you know what? I think that's a lovely, that can be a lovely fle flexible point about where we are right now that we can grant each other, right? Mm -hmm. If this is hard and we forget that we're not just all telecommuting for some reason, yeah. this is an actual crisis. So right. that's one of the graces I think we can grant one another. We've been talking a little bit about this in UVA Finance Culture Crew about how we're so erring on the side of everybody being in meetings that we may be over including people a little bit right now. Mm -hmm. And if you're not an overt participant or a leader in the meeting, if you are mostly just there to get information, it is, it, I think it, it makes sense for us to be okay with things like that, with, yeah. you know, putting it on just audio so that you can walk, stretch, exercise. Most likely the people, if you're just somebody who's there for informational purposes and not mm -hmm. really a participant, nobody's ever even going to know that you were walking or. So <laughs> this is the world we're living in. It's remote. It it's electronic. It's full of distractions. And yet, I think right now, especially, we're both, we're all at the point where we're, it's hard to admit that it's hard to juggle all those things. Having your kids here, having what feels like too many meetings, we're, we're all just kind of getting used to this weirdness. So yeah. it's, we're slowly, very slowly, I think, identifying what's uncomfortable about it. I think we've been acting like everything's cool for a long time. Yeah. So maybe let's talk about some of those ways that for Zoom, you can make mm -hmm. things a little bit better for yourself and your colleagues. Yeah. Yeah. So we have some ideas on things other than using Zoom, but today we were going to talk specifically yeah. about 
um, about using Zoom to its full advantage and um, not not being in that state of disconnection, mm -hmm. connection. Yeah, to make the most out of this platform that it seems like for better or for worse, we're all gonna be right. using. And, and by Zoom, we're using it in that generic way. Mostly we mean any video conferencing, right. except for there are a few Zoom specific things. Yeah. So like the one you were talking about with speaker view, that's a great. Speaker. Yeah. So, so that's exactly a good tip is to put yourself, use the speaker view um, setting rather than gallery setting, because it allows you to focus on the person that's speaking, the person who's speaking and not see everybody, including yourself at the same time. You because it, it, go ahead. I'm sorry. It kind of drops off to the <laughs> yeah. side and is smaller. And um, I tried it in a meeting I was in earlier for the first time. I actually hadn't done it intentionally ever. I think unintentionally I'd done it and thought, oh, how did that happen? <laughs> is, this, is this okay? Am I still on? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did it and it actually makes a difference. You're focusing on the person who's speaking just as you would be when you're in a conference room with that person. So that's it, tip. It, it makes sense that it would be exhausting if like your eyes are flickering back and forth to the whole, you know, 12 or 13 people who are in the meeting too. And you're just like constantly scanning faces. If you're just looking at the mm -hmm. speaker, that's better. And yeah. if you were looking at my Zoom screen right now, you'd see my cat in the corner. <laughs> Speaking of distractions. Yeah. Um, another tip is to um, take a few minutes at the start of the meeting to do what you can't do because we're not in a physical space and remember why you're there. You mm -hmm. don't have that physical space cue of, okay, now I'm at the budget meeting. Yeah. But you can emulate that a bit or give that to yourself by taking a few minutes to settle yourself and ground your attention. I mean, if you're into meditation, you can kind of, you know, do one of those full body check-ins, but just to think, okay, I'm not just hopping on, you know, hitting, clicking this thing and, you know, the windows pop up and now I'm in a Zoom meeting. Think about what you're there for, who you're with, what you guys mm -hmm. are there to do, and actually ground yourself in that meeting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and along with that, um, to try to resist the urge to multitask. <laughs> so, so that is, I mean, you should see the, the, the quote unquote desk, the dining room table I have in front of me. I have all kinds of things all over the table that I can use, that I could potentially multitask. I have papers, I have mail, I have a book, two books actually. Um, I have bills, I have all kinds of things. I have my phone. Um, so even if you have to intentionally clear that stuff away physically, um, to keep yourself from multitasking. Um, you're still going to find ways that you could do it, reading your email, other things. Right. But, um, but really just try to be present as much as possible. And another way that um, helps to be present is to, if it's not a huge group, to actually greet each person in the room. Yes. Meaning on the screen um, in the meeting. So like, say hello to each person and have a like greeting that helps get connected and yes. avoid that feeling of disconnection. You know, Melody, 
our, our VP made a point the other day, and I don't know if this was in, a, it must have been in the meeting that you were in, where she said that the meetings start on time now that we're in Zoom meetings. Mm -hmm. And it's because we don't have that chat, you know, oh, hey, mm -hmm. I like your shoes, or how, what'd you do over the weekend, or how are your kids? Mm -hmm. And while it's great that we're not starting seven minutes after the hour, it's also a lack that we're not having that conversation that sort of brings us together as a group before we get started on the business. Yeah. Day. Yeah. So I think there are some ways you can. Interesting. It is a really interesting phenomenon though, that meetings are actually starting on time. Whereas before they never do. Never. Like we always give people five minutes to get in there and then, and then there's the chit chat. And so it's seven minutes later or 10 minutes later. I wonder why that is because it's more, obvious when you walk in a room late than it is when you just sort of slide into a zoom meeting right oh yeah definitely What's the psychology well, I, well for some reason i think the zoom meetings are starting on time i think yeah. because everybody is there i don't know maybe oh, yeah you're not coming from anywhere right you're not you're 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 like okay i can't the meeting has started i've got to be there mm -hmm. um, i don't know it's just a culture thing maybe too i'm not sure but it's just weird very strange difference. Um, and because of that, maybe if meetings are actually starting on time, they can, you can actually, and you're starting on the hour, you can actually end a few minutes early to give people a little break in between meetings too. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about, um, offline I mean, about managing this new world in terms of your schedule and the amount of Zoom meetings it feels like we have and the pace that seems to have quickened since we've been in this situation. Yeah. And, um, you know, we don't, we're not going to get into all those things now, but maybe we should in some future podcast about still protecting your time in order yeah. to protect your sanity. Because <laughs> right. your sanity is really even more important now than it ever has been because I think it's a little more fragile. Yeah. Oh. Circumstances. Definitely. I'm not saying I'm about to lose it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> well, um, in that in that same like thinking about protecting your sanity, um, I think it's good to remember. I'll, I'll share a real quick side story about I had a meeting with my family on Zoom. <laughs> I love this, though. I think that's yeah. Super cool. And so, my daughter. Um, who is a 2020 graduate from Virginia Tech. She will be graduating in a couple weeks. And she's definitely, I would not have thought she would be the type to do this, but she's definitely the person who has seen the silver linings in all of this. She is not, she's sad that she doesn't get to walk the stage and all of that and participate in all the graduation things and see her friends do that too. But she's, seeing the benefits to bonding with her friends and experiencing a very, really traumatic time, actually, um, in our history that none of us will ever forget. No. With her closest friends, um, they've done some really cool and fun things together. Um, but she said, after this meeting that we had with our family, and both my daughters were on it, one is in, at Fort Benning in Georgia, and the, the other one was in Blacksburg, and then my nieces and my brothers and sisters and everybody were on the call. Um, 
um, Natalie, my daughter, afterwards sent an email to all of us saying, uh, another silver lining, we never would have done that had it not been for this situation. And I we think- We are more that, intentional with connection when it's right, not a given. Right. And I think that just in keeping that, without being like too sappy about anything or, you know- It's okay. We won't tell anybody, just everybody who listens. On the, on the, <laughs> without going overboard on the gratitude, um, because I know that it can be easy to also get down on- on everything, especially as, as we started this podcast, talking about the uncertainty around all mm -hmm. of this. But just remembering, first of all, can you imagine if we were going through this situation, as Natalie calls it, the situation, we, that if we were going through a pandemic without Zoom? Yeah, even like five years ago. Be, yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, even if we ha still had phone connection, but not face-to-face. For example, I don't think I'll ever participate in a conference call again. I'm going to be like, no, I want to be on video. Yeah. And just, um, but, but just having to experience this without, without the, the ability to connect, even in the way that we're connecting, would be horrible. Yeah, if you think back to all the meetings that you've had where a participant or two have dialed in, quote unquote, and they're yeah. just languishing away there on the conference uh, phone in, in the middle of the room. And yeah. there's all this, are you still there? Did you drop yeah. off? Oh, yeah. hear you. Well, I forgot, we forgot you were still there. <laughs> um, but was in, in a previous podcast with uh, JT from SFS and Jessica from FST, we talked about, Jessica especially has been a long time, I mean JT too, but I, I've had Jessica in meetings in talked about how this is so much different than anything she's experienced as a longtime remote worker for that very reason that um, now we're all using technology and expecting we're expecting everyone to participate just as much whether you're remote or not because we're all remote and we all have this medium to work in and while it's great you know this is the point of our discussion it has its its issues as well Right. But I just can't even imagine the feeling. Yeah, like you said, I'm never going to just have somebody dial in again. <laughs> right. But, but even if you think about not being able to connect with people and see each other would be, would be really hard. Oh, gosh. No, if we were in this total situation and all we could do was dial into a conference line, oh, no. It would be bad. We would, I don't think we'd be... We definitely would not be able to do the work that we're, we've still been able to do. No, and then psychologically, the fallout would be... Right. It would just be really hard. Um, so that's one benefit is just thinking about and good point before is just thinking about the fact that we have it. <laughs> yes. Um, not to say that it's your people's complaints aren't or that people can't say, oh, I'm so tired of Zoom meetings or whatever. Um, but still just being able to say, oh, I can't even imagine if we didn't have that. Um, and then also just thinking about some of the other benefits of working from home, like being able to um, hold your pets, like your cat was on your shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> um, just things like that. I mean, we wouldn't have that if we, if we had, if we didn't have this situation. Yeah. I take part of my lunch hour to put the preschooler down for a nap. And yeah. sometimes I oh, get a 20 minutes snooze in there too. <laughs> and my dog is really old and I... He doesn't act old, um, 
but he, I think, I was thinking about it earlier, thinking, I wonder if he thinks about why are we here all the time? <laughs> um, but Did mom just decide she loved me more? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, he's probably thinking, oh, they just want to spend all this time with me because I'm not going to be around much longer. But, oh. <laughs> Does this mean I'm dying? <laughs> this is, Mickey's having an existential, existential crisis. I know. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sleeping in the bed right behind me. But, um, but <laughs> just, I, I am grateful for that. I'm grateful for the fact that I, that I don't need to leave him every day. So it's really sad. But, um, but then there's also some really cool things on Zoom that you should be thankful for. Um, somebody in the survey <laughs> talked about you can actually pretend if, if the meeting is really boring and you're about to fall asleep, you could just say that you have a poor connection. <laughs> what a heathen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my internet connection is unstable. But what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't answer. <laughs> I'm only getting every third word. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then also, if you're the host of a meeting, you can you can throw people out of a meeting or put them on mute. You can't do that in person. No, you cannot. <laughs> um, and you could have side chats. That's nice. <laughs> True. You can. You can. Um, These are all I, things you probably shouldn't do, but. No, yeah. And, but I mean, there are some legit good things. Like, <laughs> you and I have had side conversations on Skype outside of Zoom meetings, but yeah. a lot of times it's been things like, hey, they're talking about so-and-so. Could we hook that up with some other thing? Oh, right. And yeah. then always, we can, always yeah. work related. Always. Yeah, totally always. It's not about what do you see that color in Jean Crafts' living room and can, do you think that would look good in mine? <laughs> <laughs> but before we get too silly, um, one last, or a couple of the, the other suggestions for Zoom. Um, we talked about resisting multitasking, using the speaker view, greeting mm -hmm. people, kind of grounding yourself before you start the meeting. But also, I wanted to, to hit the idea of taking breaks between sessions, you know, mm -hmm. because we don't have travel time now. So your schedule can now become back to back to back Zoom meetings. Mm -hmm. And it's disorienting for all the reasons that we've talked about, you know, you're, you don't have an, a physical place that you're changing. It's another group of people and it's just a sea of faces, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But also um, it's all crammed in there and you're not getting any breath in between them. You're just jumping mm -hmm. in, clicking end meeting and then clicking the next link to get into the other one. And so we might find ourselves with even less cushion between meetings and less of that room mm -hmm. to breathe and you may have to get more intentional about putting that on your calendar or getting up in between meetings and making sure that you get that space because yeah. even though we think oh gosh we're working from home so we have more luxury in a way than we would yeah. at work in a lot of ways you don't even though you know you might think wow it's so awesome that I can just go to the fridge anytime and grab a snack Maybe it's not so awesome if you're like me and you go there too much, but, or, you know, it's great because, um, you know, you can have your dog in your lap and because you can sit in your pajama pants and you can, you know, whatever. There are lots of ways that, yes, it is great, but I think a lot of us just focus on those good parts and mm -hmm. deny us, deny ourselves what we would do if we were at work, which is 
stop and take a breather, get up and walk around, um, go sit and talk to a colleague that you're not meeting with and eat all mm-hmm. the Starburst in their candy dish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all these yellow ones are mine, Tyler. Right. And then um, we, we don't do that when mm-hmm. we're at home. I think for a lot of us, we figure, oh, well, you know, I'm at home, so I don't need these things. But you do. Yeah. Yeah. You, do you still need a break. You still need mm-hmm. to take care of your time and energy. Mm-hmm. It's okay yep. to stop for a minute. Mm-hmm. And it's okay, too. And in fact, we have to do this to keep in mind the whole time that we're not just talking about telecommuting. We're not just talking about all the little tips for working from home. We're not just talking about using the tools better and not just talking about, you know, all the little ins and outs of telecommuting. We're talking about working from home in a crisis, which we've never done before. None of us have ever en masse with very little preparation been thrown as an organization and as a world into Mm -hmm. remote work. This Mm -hmm. is new territory. Like you said at the start of our session that this is uncharted territory. It's a road that we don't know what's around the bend. We've never been here before. So give yourself and your colleagues some grace. Mm -hmm. We've never been here before. This is definitely unprecedented. Yeah. Well, and, and to that point, make sure you check on people just as you would at work. Yeah, yeah. If you would walk by, I think about every morning when I would walk in and just before I would go down those steep, scary stairs into the back cave where Patty and I work, I would look into the BPF suite and see Mara and Stacy mm-hmm. and say hi to them. And if Mara was there hiding behind her peace lily, I would stop <laughs> and chat with her for a few seconds. And it, you have to make those choices to go and talk to those people now and mm-hmm. say hi and check in. Yep. Yeah. Or just start a side conversation in Zoom and say, hey, I like the painting behind your head. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that? <laughs> Patty, is there anything else that we need to cover before we wrap up for today? No, I, I think this has been a great conversation. It has been. I'm really excited about um, being able to talk about, like having a fresh lens to look at so many things that are important anyway. Yeah. Um, you and I were talking about future podcasts and uh, Patty's very smart husband, Tony, said, gosh, you could almost go back and cover any of the podcasts that you've done before from the new angle of doing it within the pandemic situation. Right. And yeah. it's, it's very true. Like we think about things a little differently now. But yeah. for now, um, thank you everyone for joining us for this episode of Finance Matters. You can find out more about what finance is up to on the UVA Finance blog at uvafinance.blogspot.com. You can also send us your thoughts and ideas and questions directly to Patty and I via email, or you can tweet us at UVA underscore finance. I had to think about that. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> and as Patty said, in the meantime, check in on people, take breaks, take care of yourself, and stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody. Bye.